raising frontline workers and speaking to the economic and personal pain many Americans have faced this year. History has shown, and all of you have shown, that there is nothing we can't do if we do it together. A lot of us will be avoiding shopping in crowded stores this Black Friday. Probably online right now because of all the COVID-19 going on. Yeah, basically just online Amazon. Jeremy Ross has more from Chicago. You know, a lot of people are out of work, and uh, it will be difficult for a lot of families, I think. Despite the pandemic and recession, the National Retail Federation forecasting holiday sales will increase about 4% compared to last year, including online sales up about 25%. Among the reasons, many haven't been able to spend money on things like vacations due to COVID travel restrictions. They're not going out to restaurants all year, not doing trips. You could spend more on giving if you're not going to be traveling will kind of treat themselves and treat their family and uh, maybe spend a little bit more this year. Experts say we're doing more pandemic-related buying on things like electronics, home furnishings, cooking appliances, and home exercise equipment, also slippers and cozy clothes. There will be an abbreviated session on Wall Street today. Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P futures are all higher. Stocks have been lifted on news of a possible vaccine. This is CBS News. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, and 38% more lutein, plus more folate and iodine too. All to help you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. These are no ordinary times. So why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Exciting developments are in motion. Dell is officially giving out the biggest deals of the year for Black Friday, and there's free shipping on everything. Yes, everything. Whether it's for work, school, or fun, Dell has you covered with doorbusters every weekday. Accelerate all that you do with next-gen XPS and Alienware machines powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, this huge lineup of premium tech is up to $400 off. Call 800-BY-DELL or go to dell.com slash Black Friday. That's 800-BY-DELL. <laughs> With a month to go, Florida is on track for its biggest year for rocket launches in decades. Here's correspondent Peter King. This year's highlights include the first two human spaceflight launches from the Kennedy Space Center since the last space shuttle in 2011. But there have been 25 other launches so far by privately owned SpaceX and United Launch Alliance with the Air Force slash Space Force. They include unpiloted cargo ships for the International Space Station, satellites for the Starlink Internet Service, communication satellites, and spy satellites for the military. When 2020 ends, it's expected to have been the busiest year for launches here since the 1990s. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. The World Health Organization says after so many months of the pandemic, we need to start moving again. Walking or running, it says that could prevent 5 million deaths worldwide, which might have been avoided with exercise. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. 
Are you experiencing financial hardship and finding yourself owing the IRS back taxes? The professionals at Allied Tax Relief can relieve you from IRS collections, most importantly negotiating your tax debt, especially during these times of need. Allied Tax Relief is able to negotiate various fresh start programs to relieve you of IRS tax debt. Call Allied Tax Relief now, 800-524-3121 for a free consultation. This call could save you thousands. Call now at 800-524-3121. That's 800-524-3121. At CBS News, our mission is to provide you with the facts you need to stay safe and informed. CBS This Morning and the CBS Evening News continue to deliver the latest news and developments on the COVID-19 outbreak. You can watch our free streaming service, CBSN, 24-7 at our website or on your phone using the CBS News app. Right now, we know you have a lot of questions and are looking for answers. And we want you to know CBS News is here to help you make sense of it all. Hey, it's Boots. We'll cover everything from classics to electric cars and everything in between. That's Auto Smarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base or Youngstown Air Reserve Station, call 800-257-1212 or go to AFReserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's care from the heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Since 1972, Dan and Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dan and Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dan and Electric. Some say we've lost our touch. That we don't build things with lasting detail. Or worse, that we just don't bother. Really. Are we the people who built a country? Who rely on ourselves to get things done? Well, there's really only one way to tell if we've lost our grip. Next time you see someone wearing Carhartt, just shake their hand. Max Thrifty Shop, 940 East State Street, 592-3773. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WBTH Well, it's kind of gray and gloomy out there, and... 49 degrees right now. They say we may gain another 7 or 8 degrees yet as the day goes by.
but there certainly are other places in the nation that are dealing with more complicated weather. Be it windstorms or, well, all manner of things. And they say we may have an interesting week next week, weather-wise, right? Let's see here. Let me grab this thing, Scott, and see what we've got here. Are you on one or two, by the way? Two. Okay. There it is. It should be working. Good morning. Yeah, it is working. Yes, there we go. Well, let's see here. Snow likely Monday. Chance of precipitation, 90%. Monday night after 9 p.m., all snow, 70%. I mean, this is crazy. Well, maybe it isn't. I mean, we've had it pretty nice. And, you know, here it is, actually. Approaching the 1st of December, right? Yep. So maybe it's me. Yeah, well, you know, it's that time of year. Um, as we've mentioned previously, the la- the first significant snowfall last year was right around Veterans Day, overnight into the 12th. What was that? Siri is talking to you on your phone. I don't have Siri. I don't have well, an iPhone. Whoever that is. I think that's Bitsy or something. Bitsy? Yeah. I don't know, but it <laughs> that's probably the third time it's done it in the uh, eight months I've owned it. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> felt like talking, I guess. I guess. But, uh, yeah, we had uh, the first significant snow that I remember last year happened in, you know, the first, what, in the second week of November last year. So, yeah, we've had it pretty good. I I said this morning, I don't know about you folks, but. I'm not ready for snow yet. I know I heard you. December's coming up yeah. and, you know, the Christmas holiday. But we'll get what we get. I, I don't mind snow at all. I it, don't mind it's, it. It's the cold I don't like. Yes. Uh, snow just provides an adventure, and I love adventures. Yeah, I don't mind that either. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, the freezing wind chills are just so biting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't mind it either. I don't. I don't need three feet of snow either. So well, that's the adventure, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, you know, when other people can't get around and you can, because you have a vehicle that's equipped to do so. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, makes it easier. That's for sure. But anyway, all right. Good morning, folks. Um, I hope that uh, Thanksgiving event was uh, special for you. It was um, unique this year, to be certain. Um, I had no family involvement. Um, I have three extremely close neighbors who, um, like I brought the turkey breast and a cheesecake, and they did um, corn souffle and stuffing and green beans, and, you know, all those traditional things. Oh, I came across a new recipe that I've asked her to help me with, but it's hash browns casserole. Oh, yes. That is good. Delicious. Something like that. 
I've never had that before. Oh, it's, yeah. Where have I been? You, you <laughs> talk like this is a common thing. Oh, it is delicious. Yep. Cheesy hash brown, casserole, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't overly cheesed No, at all. it's just right. Yeah. yeah. If it's made right, it's really, well, I, really good. I, I was impressed. Now, I even had some tofu turkey. Um, this, I, I had a half a slice, um, to honor my friend who made it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Out of politeness. Yes. We uh, hope, anyway. (laughs) Well, that's what it was, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tofu turkey. It didn't even resemble turkey. Not your thing, huh? In appearance or anything else. Um, and I have no idea. I can't put a flavor to it because I'd never had it before. Mm. And I took that chip class years ago, and we had some tofu <clears throat> things. But, um, again, even from those, I can't put a taste to it like, say, Oh, that tastes like tofu. Or tofu turkey. <laughs> uh, well, what what did it look like? I'm curious. It, it looked like a, um, a pale white cold cut thin slice, okay? Mm-hmm. With obviously some seasoning color to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to visualize. I I'm not doing a good job of describing it. Anyway, it was fun. And <laughs> um, okay, so I I tease her a lot too. Okay, so anyway, the, just uh, three neighbors. We all got together and we had a very nice time. We ate outside, you know, trying to keep the uh, COVID thing at bay, mm-hmm. and um, had one of those. Uh, pedestal heaters that go way up in the air and oh, then, yeah. like restaurants have and stuff mm-hmm. outside. Boy, it did a nice job. So, yeah, it really wasn't too bad. It wasn't yesterday, too bad. No. temperature-wise. No. But still, I mean, as close as I am to those gals, my neighbors, <coughs> um, you know, not being able to Go to Jackie and Dan's and be with uh, Julia and Andy. Not being able to go to Nick's and be with Yelena and, um, you know, all four of those kids there. Now, I saw them for about, what, ten minutes the day before, which was my birthday. They brought over some yummies. And, um, but it's outside, you know, like if I stepped toward Sedona, she would back up because she's been taught, you know, conditioned to the social distancing. Yep. It just tears your heart up, you know? Uh, I'm sure it does. Oh, well. Um, yeah, ours was uh, different this year as well. Like in what way? Everybody's well. Dad's. You know, not around, so mm-hmm. it was just mom and myself. That's right. A year ago, let me think here. How long has he been gone? March. 
Right. Okay, so this was your first... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we enjoyed the day. You know, we tried to keep Mm. it as quote-unquote normal as possible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with social distancing, like you mentioned, you... We just decided that's what we would do. And we enjoyed a laugh or two. I have a meeting today at uh, 1 o'clock, and it's going to be outdoors for an hour and a half. But, uh, you know, everybody's trying different things. And um, all of this comes down to COVID. So why don't we just start talking about that? You know how we do on free-for-all editions. Yeah. First off, folks, if you've listened to my show for any length of time, you know I'm heavy on statistics. Uh, so I've been keeping this track since uh, this report, rather. I'm up to... Uh, 1,800 lines of data. Um, But anyway, but then I have come across another report that was on the Internet, and I thought we would share a little bit of that today, too. All right. So, um, yesterday was, what with it being a holiday... Uh, not all the statistics got reported from everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> they had notes on the various places, it, websites that I go to saying, uh, if this information looks thin, uh, it'll be fixed tomorrow, meaning today. But because of the holidays, some of the figures didn't all get filled in. Um, let's see here. In fact, there's enough of that that I don't even know if it's worth really giving the full report. Um, Athens, uh, We didn't get a full report, so we don't know how many new cases occurred last yesterday. And you may recall, if you've heard this show regularly, by 2 p.m. we have a complete report each day. You know, it it didn't happen yesterday. So uh, the day before we had 27 new cases, yesterday, at this point, none. But I'm sure that's going to get filled in here um, by 2 o'clock today. Um, But going into yesterday, we had 1,913 cases, of which um, 411 were active on Wednesday. And according to what stats there were yesterday, 347 were active yesterday in Athens County. Where on Wednesday we had 62 in the hospital. Yesterday we had 75 in the hospital. Uh, 
Now we have 1,498 who have recovered since this all began. <coughs> Excuse me. That figure uh, was the same yesterday. I don't think it was updated. Statewide, <clears throat> uh, they had no new information in terms of new cases. Again, I think that'll show up today. They did show a change in what they call active cases. It went from 162 to 140,000. 162,000 to 140,000. ICU, they went from 4360 up to 4527. Uh, Non-ICU, but yet in the hospital. Wednesday, we had 21,126. Yesterday, 20,959. But there were no changes in deaths. I don't think that figure got put in yesterday. So since this whole thing began, 6,274 deaths here in the state of Ohio alone. Okay, we got a little more information in terms of world and U.S. data, but still not perfect. And again, I think they'll accurize all of that today. But in terms of the U.S., um, I believe there were 135,571 new cases yesterday. It went from 13.1 million to 13.2 million, basically. Deaths. We went from 260, almost 268,000 in the United States to 269,500. So what's that? 2,500 more. Active cases went from 5,123,500 five million one hundred and thirty three and a half thousand so about ten thousand more active cases is that right yes and the recovery number of course keeps increasing which is a good thing Wednesday we had 77 I'm sorry 7.7 .7 million recovered yesterday 7.8 million okay well I, I think I don't want to overdo these statistic things but I, I did find another report <coughs> but there was no way I could print it I so I brought my machine in here it is. 
Okay, now, Scott, you might want to look over my shoulder for a minute. Okay. Now, this data is all, this is for the world as a whole, every nation. <clears throat> so, we have total cases, new cases, deaths, new deaths, recovered, actives, critical condition, <clears throat> Excuse me, I did that in my elbow, folks. Uh, cases per 1 million population. Deaths per 1 million population. Total tests given. that We haven't had too much on that. Tests per million population, and then the population in general. Um, so, I can sort these any way I want here. Yeah. So, first off... Forget COVID. Let's just talk about populations of nations. If you if you didn't have this in front of you and someone said to you, what country has the most people in the world? What would you say? Uh, probably China. Yeah, well, you're right. I don't know, folks, if you can hear them or not, but China. They have... Let's see here. Let me make sure... 1.4 billion people. What would you say is number two? Just looking at that in India. Yeah, well, he does have an advantage, but I was yeah. hoping he'd close his mind and use his imagination. But yeah, I, he I'd probably still that. would have come up with that. I've okay. seen that somewhere before. 1.3 billion people. What's the next largest nation? It would be the U.S. Well, I'm amazed. I mean, it is. But I'm amazed that there is a 1 billion difference between number 2 and the USA number 3. So we have 331 million people, almost 332 million people living in the U.S., which makes our nation the third largest. But mercy. You add uh, China and India together, and they're ten times larger than we are. Wait a minute, is that right? Two... They're 20 times larger than we are. Whatever it is, it's a bunch. Okay, now, let's just play this game a little farther. Fourth largest, Indonesia. Fifth, Pakistan. Sixth, Brazil. Now, folks, you may remember we had a young student from Brazil live with us for a year. Had a great time with him. Um, where the U.S. has 331,000 people, Brazil has 213,000 people. Next, Nigeria. We had a young man when I was a kid living at our home in, in, in Worthington who was from Nigeria. He was a student at Ohio State. Bangladesh is eighth. Russia is ninth. Now, how many people do you think Russia has? 
Okay. This is amazing to me. Uh, Russia has 145, no, 146 million people. You know, that's less than half our size. My daughter-in-law is Russian, one of them. And um, she's terrific, but mercy. I thought Russia was larger than it is. Tenth largest, Mexico. That surprises me. Yeah, me too. Eleventh, Japan. 126 million people in Japan. Let me get my cursor going right here. Ethiopia, Philippines, Egypt, Vietnam is 15th largest, has 97 million. DRC, I don't know what that is. But anyway, that's someplace. Turkey. Dominican Republic. Well, I I don't think so. They're not that large. Uh, Turkey is 17th. Iran is 18th. Germany, okay, they're 19th. 83 million people. 84, rounded up. Thailand, 69.8 million people. DRC is the Democratic Republic of Congo. Okay. The United Kingdom, right? Yep. Great Britain. Yes. England, whatever you choose to call it. 68 million people. France, 65 million people. Italy, 60 million. Well, you get the point. Spain, 46 million. Argentina, 45 million. Um, let's see if anyone else pops out here. Okay, Cambodia. You may recall I... Worked a lot with Cambodia in the service. 16,800,000. Yeah, look at the small number of cases. Y- yeah. Uh, Cambodia has had a total of 306 cases. Um... No deaths. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, now let's uh, we can sort this now. We've we've let's sort this by another column. Let's go by million population, and let's do it cases by. Okay. Yep. So let me think if I'm doing that right, and I want to do data. Yes. Go. Sort. And yes, expand. And we want largest to smallest. 
That's correct. Population, no. We want, what would I say, uh, cases per million. Here it is. Okay, go. So, who has the most COVID cases per population? Now, it can be a small country with a small population, but a higher percentage of COVID cases. That's what we're getting at. So who has the greatest problem? And um, if I did this right, you think I did? Yeah, it looks like you might want to need to scroll up a little bit more. That's just the heading bar. Okay. 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 So Andorra. Now, Endora only has 2 million population, but they've got 6,351 cases. Montenegro, Luxembourg, Bahrain. Um, a young man who lived with us is king of Bahrain now. Um, um, Qatar. Uh, Belgium, France, uh, uh, French, Polynesia, Czechia. Okay, well, let's get down. The U.S. comes in 12th. But all those places I mentioned before, for the most part, are really small and I've never heard of. Well, you know what I mean. You don't hear about them a lot. We come in 12th. (laughs) So, cases per 1 million population, USA has 38,692,000 cases per million population. 38,000. Now, let's talk about testing. We've not had this data before. And by, by the way, this report's about four days old, so it, it could be up, I think probably the, the number of tests could have been increased, but I doubt the other stuff changed too radically. But they're saying already in our nation, a nation of 12,800,000 people, there have been 183,000 tests administered. I said something terribly wrong. Let me start that over. Our population is 331 million. So about half the people have had a test. Yeah. Now, some of those could be the same person. Yep. The number of you know, I've had one test, and it was a blood draw type. My wife has been tested three times. And I think the swab in the nose was one of them, and I don't know about the others. 
Um, but she also has been traveling, right? Yep. So with 12.8 million cases of COVID, and there have been 183 million tests administered. Yeah. Now... I, if I would add a column if I were doing this saying percentage against population of tests administered. But uh, at least in the top uh, 20 here, there's nobody that comes close to 183,000, I'm sorry, 183 million tests. Yeah. Now, Brazil has had 21 million, let's see, what did I say, 183, right? Yeah, that's still not close. It's funny, sometimes the commas get all mixed up in your head. Um, I'm scrolling down here to see if there's anybody that even, okay, India, 133 million tests. But also, India is number two in terms of the seriousness. Well, I hope I haven't bored you with these statistics, but it's just fascinating to me. Yeah, with that number of the U.S., uh, that's about 60% of the population, somewhere in there. What, that have been tested? Yeah. Yeah. It's over 50%. The thing is, you know, you can be tested one day and four days later tested again and it'd be different. that's true. Yeah, if you've got multiple tests there, that would skew the numbers a bit as far as that goes. About population that has been tested. But if you did it just one per person, that would be Mm -hmm. about 60% of the population. Have you had a test? I have not. Okay. Well, I have. And as I said, my wife has had three. Uh, so, but for, um, first of all, she's got some serious underlying health conditions. Yep. And also, she had to take a trip to California. And she's um, she'll get back here December 10th. Um, so, she's had a test before she left. She had a test once she arrived, or I mean a few days after she arrived in California. I assume they'll do a similar thing upon her return. Okay. Well, let's, let's, um, today, obviously, obviously a free-for-all edition. And yes, uh, Coach Art Turf is hanging around. Um, today is Friday. It's November 27th. We have 34 days left in this year. On November 27th, 1924, was the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, They showed it several times yesterday on television. I think they had the dog show on three times. Yeah, I saw it where it was listed in the TV guide a couple times. 
different channels. You know, the TV guide you can see on your TV. You uh, scroll up or down and see the programs. Oh, you've got something I don't have. Programs. But, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Anyway. Well, the, no, you would have it. Spectrum has it. If the, you just touch the guide button, and it opens up all the programs there. Yeah, I I guess I do have that thing. I thought yeah. you were talking about something else. But anyway, the, um, the you know, that was a two-hour program. Yeah. And they showed it three times yesterday. Um, and I I must admit, I watched some of it. I did. I think they're pretty cool. Of course, you know, you and I, we love dogs. We like animals. We do. Um, certainly the parade was different, but I think they did it justice. Yes. Um, I saw bits and pieces of a replay and really some really cool entertainment. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, what about history? Um, Let's see, on this date, November 27th, but the year in, was 1095, 1095, Pope Urban II preaches the First Crusade. In the year 1295, on this date, English King Edward I calls what later became known as the Model Parliament uh, extending the authorities of its representatives. Mm-hmm. 1895, Swedish chemist Alfred Nobel will establishes the Nobel Prize. Okay, need a little help here now. And, uh, well, you know what? First of all, we just got a caller. Let's bring him on board. Okay. Good, good morning. <clears throat> hey, Dave. Yes. Um, go back to your COVID statistics. The one that really sticks out to me, it just jumps out to me. I go. I use a site called worldinfo.com. Mm-hmm. And they're not quite accurate on the U.S. because they're reporting VA deaths separately and with the states. They're about 5,000 over for U.S. deaths. But what really sticks out to me is the death rate per million. For, for the U.S.? Country. Or well, for the, U, the U.S., we're right around 800. Yeah. But Belgium, 14, over 1,400. Yes. Peru, almost 1,300. Uh, Spain is, is over 900. The U.K. is higher than we are. France is, no, Italy is higher than we are. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's not being reported. Uh, some well, of these countries, I think, are in real trouble with I this. I did try to mention a few of those this morning. And... Yeah. Um, um, I mean, yes, it, this is a greater problem in some nations than ours. And yeah. um, it, it is so frightening. Um, but, you know, we keep hearing that um, before the end of December, there will be the beginning of the administration of a vaccine. And it'll be, um, I, as I understand it, a two-parter. You get one, and then another two weeks with, within two weeks afterwards. Uh, I don't know if that's true of all three of the different vaccines being discussed. 
I hear good results, you know, 90 or better percent. Uh, yeah, I know that by the end of January, they're supposed to have 60 million people vaccinated. Yeah. That's, that's the way it's, uh, they're projecting anyway, in the U.S. Uh, I have a son-in-law who's involved in the, um, the equipment that would be needed to transport this stuff worldwide. Mm-hmm. I have a son-in-law who's on that Harvard uh, task force that's meeting every every couple of days or so to uh, assess the progress of the vac- vaccine program. <laughs> uh, and uh, he, he, okay. he told me I'm three months ago, he said, the middle of December, he said, we'll, we'll be ready in the middle of December. Well, there's a, okay, now I'm going to try to one-up you, okay? <laughs> okay, you do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Since you went that way, I'm going to go my you way. You guys are doing good at yeah. this. Okay, so anyway, my, my son-in-law, <laughs> who lives here in Athens, in Sterling Ultra Cool, or Ultra Cool, whatever it is, over in the plains where the post and plant used to be, you know, they make these remarkable portable refrigeration units for medical purposes, medical-grade refrigeration. Uh, they're remarkable because they're portable, remarkable because they can keep something at minus 90 with no problem okay now at least one of the um, vaccines requires that and the Pfizer one okay now here's where I'm going to get within six hours of removing it from the refrigerator yep now here's where I'm going to re-up you or up you (laughs) I have a former daughter-in-law that's the head of the whole thing for Johnson and Johnson and uh, the whole um, vaccine mm-hmm. out in California. Anyway, okay. So there. Okay, your turn. <laughs> I surrender. I give up. Okay. <laughs> your, your turn for the rebuttal, the yeah. one-up rebuttal. I, 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 I do know that I asked my son-in-law, Jason, I said, could this have been engineered? He said, we're not that good. <laughs> oh, uh, you, you had your he, chance right there. He's in, he's in, he's in bioinformatics at Harvard, so... Uh, you know, he's got his finger on the on what's course. going on. Of course. <laughs> well, we, I was having fun, you understand. Uh-huh, I know. Okay. Um, yeah, good point. Thank you. Yep. We'll, we'll try to bring some more of that, that out without... I mean, you and I obviously like statistics, but I'm not sure how much it means to others. Right. Well, what what concerns me is that this is being reported so often as though, well, we have the most deaths of any country, but oh, no. they're not talking about death rates, you know. Right. They're just talking about total numbers, and uh, I think we should be concerned about those places because some of those places are really, really hurting, and it's not, you know, we're just, we don't know about it. Good point. Thank you. Yep. All right. Yes. Um, let's go back to, um, let's see. What is today? Okay. Uh, famous birthdays. Jimi Hendrix. Were he alive? Today would have been his birthday. I had the chance to play at Veterans Memorial in Columbus with him. I was what they call a jobber. I was an add-on musician. Well, that was a, that was a great place to see a show. Well... Some people considered it a barn. You know, it didn't... Well, from a spectator's viewpoint, I thought it was great. 
I did a show with Sly and the Family Stone there. Oh, cool. And Sly has this habit of being late. <laughs> and people tore things up because they got angry. Oh, yeah. Spectators. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay, now we. I think I have another caller, so let me bring them on board. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. <laughs> hey, OU basketball. They play Notre Dame today or tonight? Today. 12 o'clock. All right, then the football team tomorrow at noon. Correct. Okay, now the team, the football, t- uh, the basketball team's playing Notre Dame? The ladies are, yes. Ladies, okay. Yeah. Uh, the- and now I'm, I'm confused. The basketball game today is ladies? Well, they both play. They both play? Yeah. And, okay, so what time... Are the ladies the Lady Bobcats play at twelve noon We're against Notre Dame? And the men? The men play at Illinois at one o'clock. Okay, that game's on the Big Ten channel. If you get a chance, if you get the Big Ten channel, you can check it out. Okay. If you have Spectrum, it's channel one three three three. Now, of course, <laughs> um, yeah. The the men's game, of course, you can hear. That was my next. There you go. My you, next statement you, you do it. was going to be, but turn down the sound on the Big Ten Network and tune uh, tune in to the flagship station of the Ohio Bobcats, Power 105, and you can catch all the live exciting action, play-by-play, with Russ Eisenstein and Rob Cornelius. Pre-game is at 12.30 on Power 105 for the men's game. Tip-off at 1 o'clock for the men's game against Illinois. Now... Did you say there's something tomorrow? Yeah, football team plays at noon. That's on ESPNU. And no their opponent? Bowling Green. Okay. Who is not real good. Okay. So I'm picking the Bobcats big, Don. Hey, I'm hoping. <laughs> Dave, we need, we need to get the theme song for the Bobcats on before you close out. <laughs> yeah. Long um, train run. Oh, I know what you mean now. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm already fouled up so much in this four, um, hour. Uh, we'll sure try. Well, okay. Well, y'all have well, okay, let me to... ask this. You want Art Turf or the, the uh, long train running? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what a choice. Ah, give me Art. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got it. Hey, don't that's forget. That's oh, I, oh. Okay. What uh, Ohio that? State football tomorrow too? Okay. Ohio what time State is that? plays at noon as well, same Again, time as the Bobcats. And who are who's their opponent? They play at Illinois. Okay. So, football tomorrow is the Bobcats and Buckeyes both kicking off at noon. So you can catch the Buckeyes here on nine seventy and ninety seven point one FM. Pre-games usually around an hour and a half before the game. Right, be 10.30. I'm going to have to go over to a neighbor's house to watch this because I don't like watching it alone. Okay, (laughs) thank you. Uh, Well, I mean, two two radios tomorrow will be on. Yeah, Yeah. two TVs. Well, I don't have cable or satellite, so. Oh, by the way, speaking of, uh, Buckeyes are on Fox Sports 1 TV network. Right. Wow, so confusing. Got all that? <laughs> okay. Basketball. I'm glad I have two ears. 
basketball today, <laughs> football tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Well, go Cats. Yes. Go Bucks. Yes. And go Mountaineers. Thank you. That's where I'm from. I got it, and I got to get out of here. Um, right. Take care now. See you, Don. Okay, yeah. we're just running a little short of time here, folks, and I... Um, in fact, I'll probably skip all of this stuff here. I was just going to do some birthdays, but I guess Bruce Lee, Jimi <laughs> Hendrix, Anders Celsius. We need him because of this refrigeration stuff. Yeah. Ada Lovelace, Horace. Uh, I don't need that. Okay. Now, today is National Native American Heritage Day. It's National Flossing Day. I flossed this morning. <laughs> good for you. Why do? Well, that's good. <laughs> you should. Jim Riestenberg always told me to floss. Yeah, he, made, he told me that, too. Now, now my daughter does. Yeah, uh, Beth. Yes. Okay, Ann Welsh and I went out the other night for dinner. It was nice. Uh, her mom, or mother-in-law. Never mind. Why am I saying this? Okay, National Craft Jerky Day. I don't know what that is. National Buy Nothing Day. <laughs> National Day of Listening. Your Welcome Giving Day. It's Black Friday. We knew that one. It's National Bavarian Cream Pie Day, and it's Maze Day. Plenty to choose from there. We're in trouble here with our time. That's um, I I know you won't believe this, but we're going to do art, right? We're yeah. going to do art. We're we're artsy today. I N E B G E N F T two four six eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, we are here in the press box at Flushing Stadium following the toilet bowl game as the Oysters and Flushing State played in this toilet bowl and Coach Art Turk visiting with us after the game. Coach, first of all, I'll, I'll ask you to get in here. Is your, is your mic uh, on and everything set up to go? in these buildings. Coach Turf, uh, you look like you've uh, been run through the ringer out there. I, I wonder if... Uh, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. I can't stand any more of these heartbreaking. Do I uh, really need to ask you what kind of game it was? Well, let me correct myself here. Well, you know, we just got through playing this ball game, and uh, this it was an exciting ball game, and I guess, well, it was a fine ball game. You know, where we, we, we played a fine ball game. I can't say anything but for all the mamas and daddies and grandmamas and granddaddies out there listening to see how their boys done. Y'all's boys give a fine effort. They played a fine ball game on offense and defense and special teams. Of course, now I do want to say that the boys over to Flushing State played a fine ball game. And, of course, now with all the fans seen when everything was all over, said and done with just a few minutes ago, it was a fine ball game. Coach Turf, it appears that you've almost lost your voice out there on the on the field. Well, that ain't the only thing I lost. The only thing I lost was the ball game. I'll be back after we pause for this message. 
And these are brought to you by Avalanche Pizza. Doesn't that make sense? And we're back with you in the press box at Flushing Stadium following the Oysters' overtime loss, 15-9 to Flushing State here in the Toilet Bowl game. Coach Turf, I uh, see you've regained your composure somewhat I, after... I, yeah, I'm feeling a whole lot better now. It's still, it was heartbreaking. That's another one of them heartbreaking losses. I don't know if I can put up with any more of them heartbreaking losses. You've had some tough ones here toward the end of the season, Coach, and this was no exception. Let's, let's go back to the final uh, few seconds of regulation play, if we can, with your team leading 9-7, fourth down, deep in your own territory, and everybody... You'd think, think we'd punt the ball out of there. Everybody in the stadium was thinking uh, that the Oysters would be punting the ball out. What, uh, what happened? Well, you know, the fans wanted us to punt the ball out of there. The broadcasters wanted us to punt the ball out of there. The writers wanted us to punt the ball out of there. And I wanted to punt the ball out of there. And I, I was down there on the sideline looking around for our punter, Shank Regman, looking all over for him, couldn't even find it. What, uh, what happened to Regman, Coach? Well, you know, you think in a stadium called Flushing Stadium, playing in a place called the Toilet Bowl, that you'd have a little bit more convenient facilities than having to go clean over to Section D. So Regman was uh, not available when it came time to punt the ball. I bet this is the first time in the history of football anybody ever lost a ball game because their punter was in the bathroom. interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Annette Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's now official. We have wrapped up the week. We have exactly one minute. And you got to make it official yet. I don't know if you did it. At the yabba, the yabba, do. There, there. Now you can say it is officially in the books. Yabba, dabba, do. As a free-for-all Friday, yabba, dabba, do. Folks, um, have a safe weekend, please. Be careful out there. Um, I'm, I'm a little nervous about my Christmas shopping, only that... I haven't done any, um, and I'm worried that things will get here on time and all that sort of thing. But you know, when your wife is away for a month and a half or so, um, you know, I, it, it, everything's different. So uh, we'll try to get back in our routine here pretty soon. She'll be back on December 10th. Have a wonderful day and a weekend as well. Go Bob. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N-S.
Christmas and New Year's, uh, we're really going to be struggling to have people uh, in the ICUs uh, finding a bed for them in the ICUs. Correspondent Adriana Diaz is in Chicago. Here at Northwestern Memorial Hospital, they've actually reduced elective surgeries just to make sure there's enough room for the increased number in COVID cases they're seeing. And listen to this. Local health officials say one in every 17 Chicagoans is carrying the virus. And that's why doctors across this city and the nation are trying to curb the spread to avoid what could be a devastating holiday season. There are far fewer crowds inside the stores this Black Friday. They're not going to see me. <laughs> I'm not going near the stores. Too many people. That woman in Boston at a mall in New Jersey, correspondent Nikki Batiste. The civility is a striking contrast to Black Fridays of the past, pre-mask and pre-pandemic, when shoppers elbowed their way through packed crowds. Shop